Hello everyone, I'm Ross Gwem and welcome back to another episode of Twat Talk. I'm your host, Ross Gwem, and again, I'm all on my lonesome. Uh, last episode, we had the lovely Rex Marvis on here, uh, which was a great interview to be honest, I, I really enjoyed it. But, um, I fired into my Discord server, obviously quite a while back for, for all of you, saying, uh, you know, leave suggestions for topics in a, in a particular chat in my in my server, and uh, I got a great, uh, I got a few not so great suggestions, I'll go over the first one that came in, which I'm not gonna ever cover, because uh, it's clearly just like a one-off joke, so is LGBTQ plus the premium version of gay, which is a stupid joke that you would literally just make like to your friends, it's not necessarily a podcast topic. You know, it's like it's one of those jokes that you just make like off the top of your head if there's if the conversation ever arose to that kind of to that kind of shite talk. But um You know, there were a few other suggestions. One of them that I'd um I'll I'll probably cover it at some point. Um actually, you know what? Fuck it. We'll cover it in a um as a as a starter topic. That vegan teacher, fuck me. What a bitch. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Just what a bitch. So, I mean, she already wasn't that great. Like that vegan teacher was already like a bit of a cunt. Um, like, you know, she was basically telling people that either go vegan or you're a piece of shit. Which, look, I don't fuck. Look, I don't give a shit about whatever you are. If you're vegan, if you're gay, if you're if you identify as an Apache helicopter, you go right the fuck on, right? Like, you go ahead and do that shit, you know, go you. Don't know why the fuck I hit my chest. Like, you like you guys can't see. <laughs> anyway, but you know, go on yourself, you know, be the best version of you that you can be. But, where I have a problem with it, where I start having a problem with people is when you start to force your beliefs onto me. So, for example, I don't mind gay people. But if a gay person was adamant that they were going to sleep with me, then I'd have a bit of an issue. Because, you know, you're trying to essentially, you know, imp- what's the word? Like, in- in- encroach? Like, you're basically trying to stop me having my beliefs so that you can sleep with me and you can, you know, continue to believe in yours. Which I think is honestly bullshit. You know, I think it's stupid the fact that, like, a gay person would, could try and, like, it's, I think it's stupid that a gay person would ever go for a straight person. Like, it's like, for fuck's sake, they just don't swing that way, leave them, like, if they say to you, if you're gay, and you say to someone, hey, do you want to sleep together, and they say, oh, sorry, I I don't swing that way, you know, I'm not gay, then just fucking leave it there, like, just leave it at that. Because at that point, it becomes harassment, and if you do actually sleep with them, it's probably fucking rape. You've probably raped a man, which is another fucking messy topic that I don't particularly want to get into. Am I going to have to put a fucking trigger warning on this now? Because there's so many fuckers out there that are so soft that they can't even hear a word without going, Oh, you, you have to put a warning for that. Like, it's a fucking, like, it's a word. And I'll, and I'll quickly go into this rant, right? People give words power. 
So, for example, I use the word faggot quite a lot um, between me and my friends. We all use it very often to, I guess, to insult one another. And people would say that that's a problem because we're being homophobic. I am the only straight person in my group of friends. Um, well, I was for a while. Um, but when, you know, when we were using that word, I am with a ton of gay people in that scenario and we're all calling each other a faggot. Like me and Viper, we call each other a faggot all the time. He's bisexual, I'm straight. It's literally not an issue. People give words power, right? So if you think in your head that faggot is a word that should never be said by anyone, then you're giving it that power. Because you're holding it in such high regard. Like, you're holding it in such a high regard, you're putting it up on this pedestal that that can never be said. And then, you know, when someone does say it, you, you flip your shit. But, that again, that's a completely different topic. But, okay, back to vegan teacher, alright? She was essentially being a massive cunt saying, oh, you know, if you're not vegan, you're a piece of shit. You know, you're contributing to animal murder and all of that. It's like, they shouldn't be fucking made of food then. <laughs> Which is such a dumb joke, but I love it. You know, just the whole thing of like, oh, you shouldn't kill animals for food. It's like, they shouldn't be fucking made of the stuff then. Which I think is pretty funny. But, um... <laughs> um... But yeah, you know, she was essentially... She was being a cow already, but TikTok refused to ban her. Uh, because freedom of speech. Um, which honestly is perfectly fine. Like, you know, just ignore her. Just, she'll eventually tire herself out. But, where the problem came in, and... Okay, I'll say this first off. I don't follow the whole dream crowd. Or anything, you know, like, um... What's it, Wilbur? Like, that whole area of these Minecraft YouTubers, I don't follow it. But I do know I do know their faces to name, like Tommy in it and Wilbur Suit and stuff like that. I know who they are. You know, but if I looked at them and I seen them I'd go, yeah, that's that's Wilbur Suit or that's Tommy in it. Um at least for some of them I know. But it, this revolves around Tommy in it, who bear in mind is sixteen, right? A sixteen year old lad from England. Um and he was talking about I remember the TikTok as well because I've seen it. Where Tommy is talking about he has two gold play buttons to show girls when they come to his room. Which is a pretty funny joke, the way that he did it. The way that he did it was very funny, basically saying that, yeah, this thing is very unimpressive to most people, but it'll impress everyone. You know, it's like me saying, you know, I have, like, a, a massive, like, Lego collection that will just make every girl want... Like, I have two Lego Death Stars that will make every girl just want to fucking throw themselves onto me. You know, just fucking... You know, they'll be wanting the ride all the time because I have two Lego Death Stars. So yeah, so he made a joke like that and it was fucking funny, right? And then Vegan Teacher stitches that video, which for people who aren't... People who don't use TikTok, stitching is basically part of the part of their video plays and then it's the rest of it is yours. Uh, you can pick what part of the video plays, whatever. So, he, so she plays a tiny bit of it and then she essentially says to him, no, Tommy, if you want to impress the girls, you have to pull out your... What was it she said? Like, your... I don't remember what it was, but, like, she essentially used, like, two fruit as as balls and a cucumber as, like, obviously a dick um, and held them up. You know, basically telling him to pull out his genitals for 
for for girls and possibly even for the internet. Now, obviously, the legal age to have sex here is sixteen, but in the but he is still technically considered a minor. Like he's still technically considered a minor. Um, you know, obviously, you can have sex in the UK, but in the US, he's still we're still technically a kid, right? You don't become a, a proper adult until you're about eighteen. Um, you know, that's when you're that's when you're technically classed as an adult. So sixteen, you're classed as like a young adult and stuff like that. And you can do a bit more, like you can have sex. You can, I think, you can get married. And uh, at least in the UK, you can get married. I think it's sixteen. Um, yeah, you, know, you can do all this stuff. But at the end of the day, he is still a minor, and she was sexualizing a minor, which I don't know if anyone knows is a fucking crime. Um. You know, saying that to someone. Like, you wouldn't say that to a 10-year-old. You don't say it to a fucking 16-year-old. You can only say it to people... You can only, like, sexualize anyone who's 18 or up. Because they are an adult. Um, But yeah, that shit was just fucking weird. It was weird as fuck. Um, to me. That she decided to do that. Like, surely you know that sexualizing a minor is a crime. And that is exactly what you're doing. So that very quickly got her banned, um, which, which I think is just amazing. Cause thank fuck. Um, I mean, she has alternate accounts, but I think those are being banned as we speak, um, because TikTok's kind of going through and finding out what ones are actually hers. Sorry, just get a drink, and um, so, so yeah, that's that's a a weird topic but you know it's a good it's a good start off point and we've managed to chat shit about it for like 10 minutes or so um so now i'll move on to what the actual suggestion for this podcast is um because i got one as well that i tried to research but uh, i couldn't really find anything about it uh, about twitter making it so you have to pay uh, i couldn't find anything about it if anyone else can please link it to me um you know like in the comments or anything please like link me to any articles trusted articles um, you know, like proper um websites and stuff, because all I could find was stuff that uh, I don't know if it's a reputable source or not, so I'm not entirely sure. The only thing I could find from Twitter themselves was charging for SMS, um, but that's part of your mobile plan anyway, so really it wouldn't have made that much. I think it's maybe just a small additional cost, but I don't think it's that much. Um... But yeah, I couldn't I couldn't find anything about it. So, like I said, if anyone else can, please link it to me so that I can do more research into this, and uh, I'll I'll probably cover it on the on the next episode of of this because I'll want to follow up. Like I said, oh sorry, but like I said, <laughs> uh, let's get on to the the main topic, which is uh, a question from Milkshake. Uh, question from Milkshake being, why did you want to start a YouTube channel in the first place? Which is a, a very good question. Uh, I think I've explained it before, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to talk about it for a length of time. <clears throat> um, so basically, what I was doing was, I was probably around... Uh, I was probably around nine when I start... No. Maybe around like eight or something, seven or eight, when I first started watching YouTube, uh, and I watched stuff like The Annoying Orange. I watched Fred, um, 
and sort of things like that. And it was it was really fun. I really enjoyed that time of YouTube. Like it was before all the drama, petty bullshit kicked off in like twenty sixteen. It was even before twenty twelve. I think, it was, I think it was maybe around like two thousand and maybe around twenty ten, twenty eleven kind of time when I started watching YouTube, which is not too late, but it's when YouTube kind of started to blossom a little and become the website that it was in its heyday. Um, I mean, technically, this is still classed as YouTube's heyday because it's not dying yet. But, you know, back when everyone knows it was fucking great, you know, back then when it was not about monetization and how many adverts can we fit in one video and we need to get this to 10 minutes and, oh, fuck, I've been demonetized because I swore too many times. It's like, no, it wasn't about that. It was just about having fun, making content. That was it. So the channels I watched back then were Fred and the Annoying Orange and mostly kid-friendly stuff because, of course, uh, I was just a child and it appealed to me. Um, and as I got older, I uh, started moving into other kinds of content, like original Shane Dawson, which I know he's a, a, a bit of a prick now, and he's been accused of many things, like I think one of them was fucking his cat or something. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the thing for a while. And that he's been, he's just been a cunt, essentially. Like, he's been the biggest prick um, for quite a while, actually, I think. I hate, I hated him when he started doing, like, all the, when he basically ditched his main channel and started focusing on, oh, when was it? I think it was after his movie came out. And he started doing all the basic bitch content that appeals to, like, 14-year-old white girls. Like, that's when I started to hate him, because he wasn't that YouTuber that I used to know. Because when I think Shane Dawson, I think of all of his comedy from the years previous when he was, I guess, edgy, is what you would say. But, like, when he was pushing the boundaries on what the fuck? You know, like, people would sit there, and you would either watch it and love it, or you would go, what the fuck, this is not appropriate. Like, how can he get away with saying this about this people? Like, he had all the, like, all the racial stereotypes and all the, all the stereotypes of, like, different groups of people. Uh, you know, he had all these characters and everything. Like, um, fuck, what were they all called? I know one of them was Shanene. Um, but let me just quickly look up Shane Dawson characters. Um, okay, let's see. So, yeah, Shanene, Ned the Nerd... Uh, SDZ, uh, Barb, Barb and Guadalupe and Fruit Lupe. Um, you know, but obviously he did more than that. He had like the skits with his mum and stuff like that, and they were all just really, really funny. Um, yeah, but that's what I remember Shane Dawson for that era of Shane Dawson when he was really pushing what people could say on on YouTube. And he started doing all the basic white girl content that would just pissed me off because that just wasn't what I showed up for. I enjoyed his conspiracy theories shortly afterwards and like deaths at these places, but a lot of those videos are gone now from what I've seen um, because they don't really fit in with YouTube, so he just got rid of them, which is a bit shit. But hey, what can you do about it? Um, but yeah, I started moving into that kind of content. Um, I started. Uh, start watching like Smosh uh, again back when they were still good and I think they were number one at the time as well uh, like they were in that number one spot before PewDiePie just said fuck you and took over which leads me quite nicely into when I started watching like PewDiePie uh, and then I think shortly after I started watching Jacksepticeye 
Um, again, earlier videos from him. Um, and stuff like that. And it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. But we get to 2014. Um, yeah, we get to 2014. And I was 10 years old at the time. Because we're talking January, February time. So I was 10. Uh, and I'd seen a lot of people start YouTube channels and do stuff. And I I was watching people like Stampy as well. And I was watching like a few of his videos on Call of Duty. Uh, even though he'd long since moved on from those, I enjoyed them. Um, at the time, because I, I was really getting into Call of Duty at the time. And, you know, stuff like that. So I went into... So I was watching all of that, and I thought to myself, I could do that. I could make those kind of videos. Um, you know, and I wanted to be like Stampy, essentially. I wanted to do that. I wanted to be family-friendly and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. That changed very quickly, as you can tell. Well, not even very quickly. It changed over the course of a few years. Uh, it began to shift as the people I was around and I as a person began to grow. Um, the people I was around changed, and yeah... There was just no point trying to keep it family friendly anymore because the amount of censoring I would have had to do, uh, and the amount of you know, and the amount of ways I would have limited myself, I I couldn't have put up with it now. I'd have been so pissed off constantly with everyone swearing all the time and having to censor it all. I would have probably given up uh, if I didn't enjoy it so much. Um. So yeah, just give me one second. Sorry about that. I got a, <laughs> I got a phone call there. Uh, so where was I? Um, oh shit, where was I? Where was I? Yeah, uh, I would have been so pissed off with everyone swearing. I probably would have gave up if I wasn't enjoying it as much as I was. So, or as much as I do. But, um, was it? So yeah, I went on and. Yeah, I wanted to be like Stampy, so I started doing similar videos, stuff like that, you know, gameplay commentary, blah, blah, blah. Um, went through all of that. And sort of for the next few years, I just experimented with different kinds of videos. Experimented with stop motion, I experimented with... Oh, with so much. I experimented with so many different kinds of videos that, honestly, I I went through almost every... I'm pretty sure I went through nearly every single genre of YouTuber that you could be. You know, like nearly every single one from games to review to stop motion um, YouTubers to honestly just anything. Like pretty much every kind of video I could have made, I did. You know, reviewing and things like that. And a lot of those videos are now gone. Um, not even just privated, I mean deleted, because younger me didn't private videos, I got rid of them completely from the internet. So I only have two videos from 2014, and one video from 2016, before a lot of the videos become public. But there are a few more privated ones up ahead. Um, and the two that are still, uh, there from 2014, are, um, ones that I did where... Um, it was Black Ops. And I've left the titles completely as they are. COD, Black Ops, worst game ever on COD, and Black Ops, best game. Which really wasn't saying a whole lot. 
at the time they're really bad uh then the next video i have is from 2016 where it is a nearly half an hour it's a 27 minute review quote-unquote review and comparison of batman v superman and captain america civil war um that's basically because they were really similar movies they came out around the same time i really enjoyed both of them and i wanted to compare each of them as saying that i wasn't a good reviewer because bear in mind 2014 after i started my channel i turned 11 so by 2016 i would have been about 13 um which is not a great age to be reviewing things because you don't fucking know anything about you don't know the first thing about reviewing when you're 13 a lot of people think they do nah bullshit so so i started doing some of that and then i have a few gta videos from 2017 uh, those are all public uh, drag race driving online race police chase old race and then there's a couple forza videos um forza horizon 3 car and drifting in forza then there's a lot of stop motion stuff and a few other gta videos that are public but stop motion stuff that is just not there anymore because it never went anywhere and i didn't really want it on the channel anymore it just wasn't what i wanted to do anymore um and then there's also a test video on there published on the 5th of november 2017 which is my first ever video that i did subtitling anything now it's, it's one of the worst ones i've ever done but at the time it was a first step into that kind of content i was toying with the idea of it which is pretty good because a couple months later, I would do my first funny moments. Like I said, there's a couple other videos in there that are privated. Um, just a lot of uh, stop motion tests and things like that, but not a whole lot. So then we have Forza Motorsport 7 funny moments, which is certainly uh, fun. It's definitely... it's It's got a special place in my heart, that video, because while it's a bit shit... Compared to some of my videos now, um, it's it was the first one I ever did properly. And I say properly in the loose sense. It was the first one that I ever took in the modern style of videos that I make, which I think is great because it's a fantastic step forward um, for me. And then we get a couple of like one other private video, and then all the Fortnite videos and the Forza. Forza, uh, the World War Two ones, and it was round about. It was close this time. Then there's like another Fortnite one, with a lot of other private videos in between. Uh, best gaming moments, and then we get to July 2018, with PUBG funny moments, which was the moment that I stopped trying to be family friendly. I gave up on that because there was no fucking point because we because they swore so much it was Alan and Day they swore so much that I could not censor it all so so I gave up with that I said fuck being family friendly I'm gonna be us and that's it you know and then essentially from there the rest is is history i make you know tons more videos uh as we go on even some of my videos end up getting age restricted which is weird as shit but 
yeah, everything just kind of goes from there and stays rather steady. Rather? Stays rather steady. Um, you know, it just stays the way that it is, and a lot of the videos just come and go, different styles, different formats. Um, you know, they make appearances, they go, and then sometimes they come back, sometimes they don't. You know, like, a lot of the commentary videos I really enjoy doing, and a lot of content that I would have made with a game in the background is now being replaced with stuff like this, where I just sit down and kind of shoot the shit with you guys, and... Yeah, it's... But why I started was because I... I've wanted to be someone on YouTube. I wanted to be someone in the start. Um, and I thought, oh, anyone can do it. Anyone can make it big on YouTube, which I very quickly figured out. No, the fuck you can't. You have to put effort into it. You have to find your style. And it's taken me years to find stuff that I like doing. And even at that, that can change. Like this current little podcast break that I'm on is just another kind of hurdle that I'm going to get over. And shit like that. Um, you know, it's just another, it's another speed bump, I guess, and another slight change that I'll eventually overcome, and I'll keep making the videos that I want to make, because that is the priority for me. Make videos that I enjoy making, and make sure that I'm doing okay while making them. So I don't force myself to do shit just because I have to make a video. I want to be able to feel satisfied with my content, and that's how I'm feeling right now with a lot of with a lot of this content. You know, with a lot of the content here, uh, with podcasts and stuff, I'm feeling really satisfied doing it and getting to know people and having people come on here who are just absolutely amazing. You know, and things like that. It's yeah, it's it's something I enjoy. I enjoy doing. But I'm also trying to see if there's any other things that I can answer from my Q&A video. Because I feel like maybe some of the stuff there wasn't really explained that well. Um, just looking through some of them now. Um, and I mean this is technically a question from the Q&A but I didn't cover it that well um okay I'll I'll take this question what do I hope to achieve with the channel I'll take that one and I'll redo it here and maybe explain it slightly better because I'm not on a weird time constraint you know of like I'll oh, keep it timely and shit like that because it's a video on you know it's a Q&A with so many different questions um so what I hope to achieve with this, I hope to bring just a little bit of happiness, a little bit of lightness, even just a distraction to everyone who comes. I want people to be able to come here, be open, chill the fuck out, not have to worry about all the bullshit that life throws at you constantly. Um, and I want it to be fun at all times. I 
and that's one part that I always strive for is that this will always be something I enjoy doing it will never be a chore and that's why sometimes my content will take weird deviations and not be consistent with what I'm making because I'm always changing as a person and what I want to make will change like I said recently I'm absolutely sick to fucking death of making gaming videos so I'm switching over for at least just a little into more podcast and more scripted styles of content where I'm not playing a game because I don't want to. You know, and I just hope that people will understand that. I don't ever want to become one person who does one thing all the time. I want to be able to evolve and change with my content and make it fun for me and hopefully for you because sometimes the audience doesn't know what they want um, and sometimes it can be a little better for them to just find something that maybe they didn't know they wanted. And also I have one last thing to talk about that I kind of want to get off my chest and it's been bugging me the past couple weeks um, and it's that I want all of you out there to know one thing about me. And this can apply this can apply to every YouTuber, every Twitch streamer, everyone that you've ever met in your life. And it's that I am not a complete person. Now let me explain what that means. So I am not always entirely happy. I'm not always fulfilled. I'm not always great. I have my moments of feeling down, feeling completely demotivated with everything, feeling like shit, basically. And I and I have my moments of that, and I feel like people need to... I'm not saying that anyone's done this, but... For example, if you come to me telling me that, you know, you have... I've had this comment before, someone who has depression... Um, can and been diagnosed so that my videos can often help them escape it for a bit, or not escape, but make them just feel that little bit better for a while. And that's great. That's exactly what I want to do with my videos. But I am not the be all and end all of everyone's problems. I've had people come to me before with problems that I don't know how to solve or how to react to or I don't know the slightest thing about them because I've never been in those scenarios and I feel that sometimes people think that I have all of the answers to their problems and I want to say that I, I don't have the answers to your problems. And I never will have the answer to your problems because everyone goes through them differently. So what worked for me might not work for you. For me, talking to people is one of the greatest things that I can do to help combat my anxieties and my, and my worries about things. Often talking about it to the person it's about and just being open with them so that I can feel so that we can sort it out because a lot of my worries come from misunderstanding or miscommunication and people not being upfront and honest 
or not even upfront nice just people not being upfront about their intentions and a lot of problems can rise from that for me um you know but if i if i told you to go and talk to someone yes that may very well help but it might not be your coping mechanism my coping mechanisms also include doing something I enjoy, chilling out, playing a game with friends to take my mind off of things, doing something with my family that, again, takes my mind off of things, a lot of distractions, um, so that I don't get too caught up in my own head. Um, but it doesn't always work. And I have my moments. I feel down. I feel demotivated. I feel like I don't ever want to do anything. And I don't want you guys to look up to me as this be-all and end-all idol of, you know, complete anything. Because no one is complete. No one is entirely fulfilled. Otherwise, life would be really fucking boring, to be honest with you. It'd be really boring if we were all completely fulfilled and completely happy with everything going on in our lives. As much as everyone wants to strive for it, it would be absolutely fucking horrendous. You'd be bored out of your mind. But what you can do is make life the best that it can be. You'll have problems. You'll have struggles. But you make the best out of it. And... And I feel that sometimes I... I feel like if I don't have the answers, I'm letting people down. That I'm not being enough for people. I'm not being what they need me to be. And, you know, it's, that can be, especially the position I'm in, as someone with a following, someone with a, again, it's not a large following, but it's a following. People regardless of your size people will look regardless of what size your channel is you will have at least someone who looks up to you and wants to be like you and i'm here to say that no you shouldn't want to be like me you should want to be the best version of you that you can be I want you I want all of you listening to live up to everything. I want you guys to be amazing at being you. Don't try and be amazing at being someone else. You know, don't try and be me. Don't try and replicate me. Because it simply won't work. You can't ever replicate someone note for note, word for word. But you could you can learn from other people and you can take a little bit of that that you've learned from this person and a little bit of that, that you learned from someone else and apply it to your individual situation to make you the best version of you that you can be. But like I said, I feel like people often look up to me for answers and I don't have them. Simple as that. And a lot of my audience... Quite a few people in my audience are younger than me. And I may seem like I should have the answers because I'm older. But I'm not that much older. I'm 
still in school. I'm still not fully independent. I'm not out there on my own yet. I don't have a whole lot of life experience outside of go to school, come home, do homework, chill out for a bit, make a video, you know, record a podcast, go to bed, repeat, and repeat. The cycle continues. So, I'm not the person to come to with all of this stuff. Don't get me wrong, if you have a problem and you maybe just need someone to listen, I'm always there to listen to people's problems. But just don't expect me to have the answers. You're asking a bit too much there. But on that depressing note, <laughs> I'd say that's uh, that's quite enough of this podcast. Uh, I just I just had to get that off my chest because it's something that's bothered me for a while, um, and things like that. So I just I wanted to just talk about it because let's be honest, that's what that's what this fucking podcast is for. It's for me to not only invite people on and shit. It's for me to vent random shit that comes into my head, and it's a a flow train of thought. It's just fuck it, this into this. Does it make sense? No, tough shit make sense of it but yeah um i guess that's this episode of of twat talk because i think i've gone on more than long enough um so yeah i hope you enjoyed if you did remember to like subscribe hit that notification bell the link to my discord and my instagram is down in the description um and i'll see all of you next time goodbye